Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And I played God of War Ragnarok. I sure as heck played the heck out of this game, and there's still a little bit left for me to do. Yes. I beat it, and I beat, I believe, what is supposed to be the hardest boss in the game, the Berserker King, but I still have to do the Crucible, which is in the Hell area. Not Hell, but Muthfelheim. Yes. Our idea of Hell, which is Burning Flames, not the Frozen Hell, which is the uh, Hellheim. <laughs> in, uh, yes, both are in the game. <laughs> both of them are there, and they're different uh, Hells, as you were. Hells but, with one L. Yeah, H-E-L. <laughs> And then, yeah, I, Mooseful, I can't spell that. I probably could if I really thought about it. But yes, anyway, this game is quite excellent. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of praise. We have a little nitpicking and some general criticism. But for the most part, this game is very, very, very well done. If you liked God of War 2018, you'll like this game. They expanded upon it quite thoroughly. Yes. I'll read the synopsis. This is from PlayStation.com for the God of War Ragnarok specifically. Fimble Winter is well underway. Kratos and Atreus must journey to each of the nine realms in search of answers as as guardian forces prepare for a prophesized battle that will end the world. Along the way, they will explore stunning mythical landscapes and face fearsome enemies in the form of Norse gods and monsters. The threat of Ragnarok grows even closer. Kratos and Atreus must choose between their own safety and the safety of the realms. Bum, bum, bum. God of War is a PlayStation exclusive. It was released on November 9th, 2022 on PlayStation 4 and 5. Sorry, other systems, you don't get this PC, you'll get it eventually. Yes, the 2018 God of War just came to PC it recently. It did, to really high praise, too. Apparently, it functions really well. It is verified on Steam Deck. Ooh. One day, I'll buy it for like 15 bucks on CD keys and play it that way if I feel like playing it again on the go, <laughs> but I'm not going to spend 50 bucks on it again when I already own it on the PlayStation. So Correct. But if it's 15 bucks, I'll, I'll, I'll splurge. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I, I I have world-ending reviews. Go here, Freya, was my note this yeah, time why around. Why would you call me Freya and not Faye? I don't know. <laughs> you just look dumbfounded Be, by so me here, asking that. So I, can I explain why? No. <laughs> I've been making a joke with my buddy John that his new waifu or his new wife is Freya. She might as well be. Has he been playing this? <clears throat> oh, he play, he's the one that... He beat it, and he was raving about it to me for about a month before I even started. Fair enough. And he's like, it's so good. I want to blah, blah, blah. So I finally started playing it, and I said, okay. So I, I, on the com- I send him commentary. I'm yes. like, when is Kratos and Freya just going to make out? And he's like, they don't make out. I'm like, son of a... Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's why I put yes. that there. There will also be spoilers in this podcast for the story because it's a very heavy story centric game. Yeah, and all of our podcasts are spoilers. But yes, we this one's a new, relatively newer game. I think we've attempted spoiler free and we're not very good at it. 
Yeah. We probably could do it. Usually we're too far behind on these, so it's kind of like it's been out for X amount of time. Yes, yeah, so if you don't want spoilers, go play the game. And then then come, come back. back. And, yeah, come back and I think listen to it. That's what we normally there. say. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's do some reviews and then we'll get into it a little bit. Okay. Metacritic, PS5 version, since that's what we played. 94 from critics, 7.9 from users. Really? I went through and started reading things. A lot of people, and this is the common thing where. If they don't like it, they give it a zero, and then they just write all of their complaints, which, like, it doesn't warrant a zero, but they're trying to, yeah. They said Most of them were that it's too similar to God of War 2018, not enough, not enough of a leap up. A lot of people also said, you know, they put it out for the PS4 as well, so it couldn't use the PS5 to its full potential, Mm -hmm. which they would have liked, um... The actually the negative is um, part of one of their complaints. People didn't enjoy the back half of the story. They also weren't impressed with the boss fights. Okay. We can talk. We can talk about that later. But yes, I did go through because I'm like, that's a 94 to 7.9 is a big difference. I don't agree with that at all. No, either. I don't either. I, I see. I read their criticisms and went. Okay, I can see that, but... It shouldn't be a zero. It should be like no. an eight. And some people were like seven with the same exact complaints of like, I don't know why I played this game, but they gave it a seven because it's still a very good game. That's... Wow. Okay. Yes. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> that's one of the few times I'm more probably aligned with the critics than anything. Yes, that's and surprising that's, for you. I know. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Okay. okay. IGN positive. It's a, it's a little long, but... That's fine. My These usually are. And I'm just going to apologize in advance for both of us and our pronunciation of things on this podcast. It's Ragnarok. Is it Rolk? <laughs> I don't know. It's got the umlaut over the O, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I watched Thor Love and Thunder last night, so I'm all in the Norse mythology. Okay. IGN positive. <laughs> You're yeah, just staring I, at I'm me. I'm just staring at like, oh, it's so different Norse mythology even there. So, yes. Uh, IGN positive. The dwarven city of Nidavellir is a welcome rural change of scenery with its many homes and tunnels that Kratos must amusingly crawl around in. It's at the center of the rocky realm of Svartalheim, where waterways weave through islets littered with bubbling geysers. These geysers are also key to solving many of the puzzles in the region as you freeze them to create stepping stones and manipulate machinery. Quirks like this help in making each place feel unique. Similarly, fun new ideas are introduced in the returning Alfheim, such as reflective crystals that you can ricochet your axe off of to open doors or even use to blindside unwitting opponents in combat. It's a further example of not only each realm looking distinct, but also feeling distinct to play in from one another. Every location almost feels like a puzzle box that you're gradually unlocking through a combination of brain and brawn as you make your way through it. There's also plenty to discover with some realms surprising in their vastness. Exploration is encouraged via boat on the Dwarven Seas or via dog sled across elven deserts. Once again, Metro- Metroidvania elements encourage you to revisit blocked paths at a later date once you own the skill required. Mm-hmm. Or get the stupid spear. Which you get much later in the game than you and I were both anticipating. Yeah, the spear comes much later. It's, And I didn't like it at first, and then it became my favorite weapon. Agreed. Agreed. 100% agreed. So yeah, yeah I just like that part of the IGN review because every world did feel completely different and separate from one they another. They were gorgeous, too. And absolutely oh beautiful. Oh my gosh, they were awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Okay, what are the negative? So Game Revolution is where I had to go to for the negative. There was, was kind of like a mixed review. I think they gave it an eight or a seven. Uh, despite the larger amount of territory, the pacing is excellent for most of the game. However, Santa Monica Studios' desire to end the North storyline with Ragnarok resulted in the last bit feeling rushed. A few plot points, which are discussed multiple times throughout the game, end up being glossed over or dropped completely without explanation. Given how dense the game already is, it wouldn't have been a reach to make it the second part of a trilogy. There's going to be another God of War. They haven't done Egypt yet. That's probably where they're going to go. Yes, and spoiler alert, Kratos does not die like the giant prophecies said in this game. Yeah, and yeah, he doesn't. No. Atreus goes off and does his thing. He's still alive. Yeah, I I agree with this negative because I feel like Ragnarok was a little bit of a letdown once you made it there. Once you made it back to Asgard to take on everyone (laughs) it was kind of cool running through the battlefield they did that pretty well though they did and i guess the odin fight for me was not as over the top as i thought it was going to be i enjoyed both fights against thor both fights against thor were good especially the very first one was like oh crap this is what we're in for okay (laughs) and then odin wasn't as hard but i also was lengthy he was lengthy but i also don't think he was as hard because i had beat the all the other berserkers other than the berserker king and one other one. Yes, you made it as far as you could with those berserkers. And those were much harder. Yes. I had to fight three of those things at once, and that was infinitely harder than fighting one guy. You were so angry about that. Like, Elden Ring level of angry. <laughs> it was... That was that was Elden Ring difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Getting the pattern, getting everything. You had to be almost perfect in some of those fights. Anyway, we'll get back to that, but... Mm-hmm. I. I don't agree. I agree about one boss. The rest of them I liked. One boss drove us nuts. And it wasn't because of the boss fight. It was the commentary. And it's when we fight Nidhogg. Or Nidhogg. The dragon of the world tree when we're trying to free Freya. Oh, because they kept, the kept commentary. getting the commentary. Like the same. Shield bash now or do this now. Yeah, that's one of our main complaints. But we can get there when we get there. The game. So here's where I'm going to contend with a little bit of what they're saying, but I'll I'll cut into it. So gameplay takes its cues from 2018. I said it adds to it significantly because they vastly improved the whole system. It is very similar in regards, but there's a lot more runic abilities. You re-level up the axe. Fimble Winter has taken the magic away from the axe, so you have to re-sharpen, re-level it up and stuff like that. But the combat is visceral. The light puzzle solving is all there. Um, it has punishing elements like Dark Souls. We just said that were some of the bosses. But it was rewarding when you do beat them with the patient in practice. And it basically with more weapons and abilities, Kratos is ready for any threat. You do get a spear in this one. And when you first get it, it's vastly underwhelming compared to the other ones. But the more skills you unlock for it, the more you realize how freaking useful of a weapon it is. The other complaint that Game Revolution had, not to take away from this, was that they got rid of the skill tree for the shield. And they... I don't even remember the shield skill tree, (laughs) if I'm being honest with you. That makes sense that there would be one. I just don't remember it. But the shield felt more of like a parry... 
and blocking system. Yeah, and depending on what shield you had equipped was what like its extra ability was. So like yours that you used for most of it like absorbed the blows I think up to five times, and then you could like shoot the power wave back at them. Yes, but it neg- for me I had it leveled up so high that it negated full damage, so I wasn't taking any damage mm-hmm. when my shield up. But you have to be right timing because if you get hit when it's full, you'll get stunned, and they can get a hit on it at you. So there's that aspect of it. I agree that they didn't really like significantly improve the combat, like change it that much. I don't think it needed to be, though. No, it was definitely a lot more like throwing your enemies around the arena in this game. There's a lot of, yeah, using enemies against themselves, learning to maneuver the area a little bit more. I would also argue that the combat in this one felt a little bit more visceral than even the first one did. Mm-hmm. It was a little more engaging in that way. But again, they didn't need to change too much here. I think they have a really good formula. I'm, I'm, if they do a third game in a row where it's exactly the same, it might get a little tiring. Mm-hmm. But I thought they did enough to freshen it up a little bit. And it's been a few years since we've played a God of War. And honestly, the God of War 18 was mainly so good because the story was so good. Yes. The combat was really fun. But the story here is really what drove me to want to play through the whole game and continue on. The story goes in a lot of places. It touches a lot of areas. It goes up and down. And some of the side quests, even though they feel like they're... um, They actually feel like they're part of the story at times. And again, I'll touch on that in a little bit. But I actually don't think the complaint about the gameplay not improving is silly to me. Like, that's not worth a zero. No. It might be worth an eight to some people, or even I can see a seven. Like that dude that had seven. But at the same time, I loved it. The story is what kept me playing through, though. The combat was fun. The story is what I was there for, though, Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest. What was the giant's name? Tyr? Angerboda. Oh, Angerboda. Yeah, she's my favorite. Angerboda is funny. (laughs) I also like uh, Throod. Thor's yeah, daughter. Thor's daughter was really good, too. Uh, I already talked about the story. It did it pretty well, but you basically... Thimblewinters actually started from killing Balder, you find out. That's from the first game. From the first game. Freya's son. Yeah, he's the final boss in that one. And then Freya has sworn uh, revenge on you early on. Yeah, so anytime you're on Midgard, <laughs> she is hunting you down. Yeah, she's not like happy you're a about pig. you. She's, yeah. Uh, and then you eventually, she aligns with you at one point. Uh, and then you, you you slowly rebuild the relationship with Freya throughout the game. Yeah, you help her escape the curse that Odin put on her that kept her in Midgard. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get to that Nidhogg fight. Yes. Which is the one boss fight I didn't enjoy. And I actually liked the actual fight. But I didn't like how they approached it. The boss fights weren't overly difficult for the most part. The Berserker Stones were the toughest ones. The actual in-game fights, I don't think, were that hard. No. Thor was very cool, especially when, like, I don't know, 40 minutes into the game you take on Thor. (laughs) Thor's early. Yes. Yeah, and he just kind of, like, he's like, all right, finally, I've been waiting for this, and he just throws you know Molnir at you and whips you out of the yeah and then keeps taunting you like i thought you were the god of war on your world blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. normal drunken thor banter (laughs) 
Thor's a more intricate character than you think. Yes. Heimdall's a dick. Hi, that is literally my first note that I wrote in my planner is Heimdall is a dick and not Idris Elba. He's not Idris Elba. And he is an awful human he being. Is, uh, he's an awful Aesir. Yo, he's real bad. He, oh my gosh. He is like, you know that like jerk in high school that everyone hated? Like 10 times that. Yeah, that's fair. He's awful. Like yeah, He's full of himself because he sees everything. So, yeah, Ragnarok starts because Kratos kills Heimdall, and we were trying to not do that the whole time, trying to get around the gods, or sorry, the giants' prophecies. And then Heimdall has to fight you, and then he refuses to not fight you, so Kratos blows his arm off. Yes. And then he grows a magical arm and tries to fight you, and then you, you beat him up. Yeah, and he basically just keeps taunting you. He's like, I'm just going to go kill Atreus. And then you're like, oh, well, you're not going to kill my son. I'll just kill you. Mm-hmm. And you do. Yeah, and then you get the horn that wakes Ragnarok. It's Yeah, it's very intricate. But yeah, Heimdall is a dick. Very much so. Yeah. that That's all. That's my first note. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, watching the game... What were the most, uh, sorry about that, everybody. What were the most um, enjoyable aspects of the game and what parts did you get a little bored on? The story was the best. I will say it got a little slow in the middle, but I think that's because you did a lot of side quests. I did do a lot like, of side quests. You would do like one day a week that was just main story. So there was a lot of... There's a lot of stuff you can do in this game too. Yeah, it's a very linear progression but the worlds that you visit are open world with enough side quests to keep you busy and they're a lot larger than you think they are yeah vanaheim Vanaheim is is huge i didn't realize how big that world was yeah i got a little bored watching the combat in the middle and that again we've made this complaint already but haven't really touched on it like the comments from your companions so you have atreus you have mimir who's the Mm. disembodied head on your belt and you have freya and their comments would be nice if they were less often so like if you're trying to gauge a puzzle and you're taking your time like scoping things out atreus or mimir is going to be like maybe you should freeze that thing over there or like oh it looks like something can be frozen there like Mm. they give you the hints, it's not as much hand-holding as Deathloop, but it's still like, guys, I would figure it out. Or what stupid world were we on where you were getting the stones or the crystals and every time oh, you got one, crater. Mimir was like, that stone looks like it'd take a nice dip in the cleansing pond every freaking time. Yeah, yeah. The cleansing pond was very important. It so. literally... You would be exploring a different world for like the next four nights and I'd look at you and be like, hey, do you have any stones that need to go to the cleansing pond? <laughs> Just out of the blue. Not even paying attention to the game. I probably do. I probably do have some stones that need to go take a dip in the cleansing yeah. pool. It was mostly Freya that did a lot of those where she's like, shield bash now, as you said, when like the double blue, blue... icon pops up. Yes. You get... After a while, I just kind of tune, tune it, it out. out. Yeah. But it, it it does get a little, the banter gets a little obnoxious in that way. Actually, the banter outside of it is very good. It's funny 
there's a lot of silly references that you if playing older games or different PlayStation titles are. A lot of the complaints that I was reading on Metacritic were uh, actually about the banter and how terrible it was. And I'm like, guys, you apparently have never been around a 14-year-old boy before. Like, it's perfect banter between Kratos and Atreus and Mimir, the smartest being yeah. in the world. Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> it actually. is very funny. And Kratos is very much Drax in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's just, like, completely literal. Yeah. Everything's literal. No. Yes. It's just... Yes. <laughs> like, the deep voice just makes it so good, too. <laughs> it does such good. The voice acting is incredible. The voice acting is really good. Um, one of the complaints, because this goes into the voice acting, one of the complaints was that um, Odin didn't feel very godly. He felt like, and I, they must have phrased it like this for this particular reason, but they said he felt like he was just like a white man politician, which is very funny because Odin is played by Richard Schiff, mm-hmm. who plays um, Toby Ziegler on the West Wing, who's the communications director for President Bartlett, which I was explaining to you and you were just giving me a blank look and I was like, I was forced to watch The West Wing when it was on, and I was like nine years old. I thought Odin was the perfect d bag of a boss, yes, person. Like he, but the actor played him very well. He played him like a politician. <laughs> I didn't like his voice at first for Odin, mm-hmm. but I'm used to. Uh... Oh, I just went blank. Oh man, I feel real bad, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Thank you. Anthony Hopkins' voice as him. Like so that's what I'm, Silence of the Lambs. I'm like, that's, that's what I'm used to for Odin. So when I heard it, it was off-putting. But the more you listen, it literally, he played Odin as they described him, like manipulator, Absolutely. A like So that's kind of exactly what... That's exactly what, it, what Odin is. Everything is for his benefits. Like, he doesn't need to wield the power when he holds all of it. Like, he mm-hmm. does... It's... Was it speaks softly and carry a large stick. It's basically mm-hmm. Odin, except he still speaks loudly. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's for his benefit. He's a big jerk to his children. Yes. He is an awful... Just an awful person the entire time. Yes. And he just is... He plays to that very well. He does, especially with the twist in the middle. That yeah. you were unfortunately spoiled and I was not. So that was fun. That was like the three-fourths in. It, it was. Yeah, that was like almost to the climax. That was like the, yeah. Yeah. And so when you find that out, you're like, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, he's an SOB. Very He's much a big so. SOB. Um, the story is incredible. Voice acting is well done. I actually liked the combat. It felt precise and it was learnable. So even those hard fights against the really hard bosses, I was doing better and better every time. Yes. But there are times where I'd get down to like a sliver of health. I'm holding up my finger here, but a sliver <laughs> of health and they beat me and I'm like, and then the next time I'd win. So it's learnable. You, it can be done. You just, it takes a lot of practice. It's not from software levels hard. It is tough, though. Yes. The, the, the boss fights that are meant to be tough are quite difficult. Um, I also said a really good thing about this game is the side story missions, they're really well done because the they're, they feel like they're more than just side objectives. Yes. And they often impact the area you're exploring. And the example is the biggest one in Vanaheim when you get the water working again, all of a sudden you open up a ton more areas and it revitalizes the whole plane Mm -hmm. basically with this waterfall that you, Odin had dammed up Vanaheim and you undam up the river. Yeah, Odin screwed up every single realm. 
Yep. Well before Fimble Winter set in. Most of the puzzles that you went back to were spear-based, so that was a little obnoxious. Yeah, that's why it was crazy that you got the spear so late in the game because we're like, oh, that's a spot where you need the spear. Oh, that's a spot where you need the spear. And that and you was... For- I probably forgot more spots so many. than I found. So many. Basically. Uh, and again, we said the banter during combat got really obnoxious. And even like you still hear it, but I'm able to ignore it because we've been playing it so frequently. Yes. So I... Do you have anything else to add? I have a couple more points on my thing that are just random things to talk about. Let's hear. I want to hear. Okay. So... Playable credits. I thought that was very cool. So, spoiler warning, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kratos does not die, and you kill Odin. Um, I actually liked, again, spoiler alert, that it was Sindri that ended up killing Odin. Mm -hmm. So, you basically freeze him in place, and he basically says he's not going to stop doing what he's doing. He needs to know what comes after everything. And so Atreus takes his soul out of his body and puts in one of the giant stones. And then they're like, what should we do with it? And he passes it to Kratos and Kratos passes it to Freya and Freya passes it back to Atreus. And then Sindri comes out of nowhere and just bashes it with a hammer. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then disappears. And uh, you, the game ends with Sindri not liking anybody. So. Yeah, that was, I was a little annoyed by that. Like, I understand I, in his shoes, I would probably be ha- feeling the same with, mm-hmm. you know, my brother dying. But I think Brock died before at some point. Yeah. And so it's kind of his fault that he did not, he basically denied him an afterlife. That's on him. Yeah, and literally the reason that he hated everybody, like no one knew. Okay, it's, can I give away the spoiler? Yeah, that's fine. So you start the game looking for Tyr, basically the god of war in this realm, and you find him, and you bring him back, and he's all a pacifist now, and he's not going to fight. And then um, Atreus comes back from Asgard the second time with the mask, that Odin is trying to get and is like, okay, it's time to make our move. And Tyr's like, you know what? I'm going to take it. I have a way into Asgard. And Brock is like, this doesn't add up and starts, you know, getting angry with him. And then turns out Tyr the entire time was Odin. Mm-hmm. No one knew that it was Odin. So like Sindri's ticked off at Atreus and everyone because they're like, you invited Odin into my house and then he killed my brother. No one knew it was Odin. They were all in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. Why are you so angry? I get why you're so angry, but like, mm-hmm. my dude, my dude. Yeah. But I do still enjoy that he is the one that killed Odin, which was another one of my comments. So yes, the playable credits. So once you beat the game... You wake up as Atreus and you walk through the whole camp that everybody's at and then that whole thing happens and then you go back to Kratos and then you get to like walk back to wherever you're supposed to be going and like the credits like roll slowly with you and I thought that was very cool. And then the final credits run. After you go to Brock's funeral. You do Brock's funeral and then you'll get an actual credits and then you can keep playing the world afterward. That's my last and then I also have a question for you but my last note is uh, all of the post game story and activities like there's a lot more than I thought there would be. Yeah because Asgard shatters all over the realms and you have to clean that up. You have to clean that up and you win somewhere i don't remember which one it was uh, on where the prison was that's with the raven tree uh that was helheim niflheim 
Niflheim, I Niflheim, think. Niflheim, yep. Yeah, that had Asgard's prison. And the real tear is there. Yeah. And he's just like, something happened. and He was on Asgard the whole time. He was on Asgard the whole time. And he's like, something happened. Odin's not going to be happy. And you're just like, what's up? Odin's dead. No. He's like, oh. Yeah, so apparently apparently, you can find him in the Nine Realms like doing different things. So hopefully we'll <laughs> see him in the various Nine Realms doing stuff. Yes. So you can also hunt down the Val- the new Valkyrie Queen, which is the last thing you want to do. Yes. And then we'll see how much trophy hunting I do before... Uh, Hogwarts comes out on Friday. Hogwarts comes out. So if Hogwarts gets good reviews, it's going to be tentative, but I think it's going to do pretty well. Probably. Uh, we'll get Hogwarts. If not, it'll be Dead Space. Oh, yeah. I'm also playing Octopath Traveler. Yes. But one thing I wanted to ask you in this, and I know I asked it of you halfway through the game, you switch POVs in this. You switch between Kratos and Atreus. I didn't like it at first. After a while, I enjoyed playing as Atreus, so it didn't bother me. Okay. I liked Ingrid, the sword. Ingrid, yeah, which was... Oh, that's my other... I have another comment, too. I like Ingrid, and I liked uh, Throod and Thor as your companions. And I liked all those guys as your companions, so it it was fun. I liked it. I hear some people probably didn't like yeah, it. That was some of the complaints of like those parts are boring. Blah blah blah. Like my people, dudes, they'll complain about anything. Anything. Yeah. They just want to play as Kratos, and I thought it was creative to let you play as a different character and do something a little bit different. I also really liked like how they just when it swaps POVs, like the camera just pans to the character that you're gonna play mm-hmm. as. Like that was very like chef's kiss moments. I actually liked it too. I thought they did a good job with it. Yes. Also at one point you go and find Freya's brother, Freyr. And the entire time I just kept saying, don't trust him. He's Hydra because he's voiced by Brett Dalton who played Grant Ward on agents of shield. And his sword is Ingrid, which lets him fly like Thor. Yes. He was was very, he was very fun. He was like a party version of Grant Ward. Uh huh. It was enjoyable. (laughs) His character was enjoyable. Um, Brock and Sindri are still good in mm-hmm. the game. Uh, the new little dwarf makes me laugh. The female one. The female one, yes. We also started this game bawling our eyes out because the opening scene is uh, your wolf companion, Fenrir, oh, yeah. dying. And then Fenrir becomes Garm. Becomes <laughs> Garm, the freaking like world- world-tearing freaking giant dog. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so we were both bawling and i looked at you and i'm like why do you play these <laughs> terrible games first it was the last of us that you're like you have to watch this it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. that was you know eight years ago right after we first got married mm-hmm. that you're like you have to watch this and then you have to watch me play the rest of the game and then it was good yes it tears your heart out every time it but does it's good. even the first episode of the hbo show we were both still crying and we knew what was gonna happen oh my god people are going they they're you think yeah. the beginning part dies that's Ugh. bad wait till they get to some of the other cast i know oh my gosh some, I know. Of, some of that's gonna kill them too i know oh, i i'm already tearing up <laughs> thinking about it Oh, so, uh, yeah, so next game is going to be Hogwarts or Dead Space. And like she said, she's playing Octopath and uh, enjoying it. Yes. It's pretty good. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. It feels 
a little repetitive right now, but I'm still in the process of getting all the characters, and you have the choice whether you want to play like their intros. And you're just doing it. I'm just time. doing it, so it's kind of like, oh my gosh, there's so much exposition, and I don't really care. I just want to fight things. Mm-hmm. So it's a little tedious there, but the other night I was looking at like where to go from here, because I think I have five of the eight characters, and I didn't realize just how large the world map is. It's so big. Now, now I'm more excited. It's very big. I, I hear there's you can get like forty hours in this game in that one, so you'll have plenty of uh, playtime in there. And then Hogwarts again, Jake Baldino's video has it saying uh, game like game length is revealed, so he might discuss that ah. on our our Friday night uh, Italian, <laughs> Italian stallion stallion hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we say. Yes. All right, uh, we're at... Oh, so we actually have to do scores. Holy yes, Toledo. you. <laughs> uh, what would you say your rating is for God of War? Nine. Yeah, I'm going to give you official score of nine, but I, I would... I, I'm, I flutter between a nine and a nine-five, but just for sake of ease, it's a nine. Sake of ease? I have to type in, like... <laughs> oh, and it auto-calculates for you or whatever. yeah. yeah. 9.5. Okay. 9.5. The banter is the only thing I didn't like. I, I disagree with other people's complaints, though I understand them, if that makes sense. Yes, agreed. Like, reading it, reading all of them, I was like, yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, I can kind of see that. The banter is the only thing that got me. That's the only thing I really didn't like. And Mimir talking about and, the crystals, that was annoying. But outside of that, I didn't really mind. And by banter, you mean, like, the point out, like, the gentle nudges? No, I mean, so the combat in combat in one combat, the gentle ones yes. i'm so used to games doing that that yeah, it doesn't better. actually bother me anymore holy crap i'm, I'm gonna just, pick your phone up i'm just <laughs> blown apparently it's the text matthew hour right now yeah, you so have, you have six unread messages i just put it on D. oh perfect thank you uh for next time i will put my phone on D. we are at gaming marriage or gaming marriage at gmail.com Reach out to us. Send us gaming ideas. If you have anything else you'd like us to play other than the big hits coming out, we'd like to know. We're trying to get some stuff in because Octopath Traveler 2 comes out next this month, and we're not going to even get to that for a while. Yeah, we got to remember that uh, Breath of the Wild 2 comes out in May, so oh, get your suggestions in before then. And yeah. also, we need a new Nintendo Switch because I downloaded uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. And the Switch thinks it's the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah, our Switch just makes loud, angry noises now, so we it's haven't played sad. it in like three weeks. Yeah, and we're not buying a new one Like Like any, any game. Like, I played Stardew, and it was good for about six minutes, and then it started like the angry clicking, and I'm like, okay. We I might think be, it's dead. We might be getting a Switch that is the Breath of the Wild edition is most likely what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm still crossing my fingers that like in March they do like a final gameplay trailer for Zelda or like a final trailer, whatever they want to do. And then they also announce like the Switch 2.0 rather than a Switch OLED and then do like a Zelda version and then we'll just buy that. I'm in. Okay. All right, everybody. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. Bye.